Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. As LeBron continues to defy father time, have the Lakers finally found the formula to make them truly scary? Interesting. Plus, one of the biggest trade deadline names to watch was Pascal Siakam. With him going to Indy, how desperate are the Sixers to get some help for Joel Embiid? And the Stars, they were out to play last night. We have all the best daggers, the dimes, the dunks. NBA Today starts right now. Edwards, the explosion to the rim. Who's in Oz from this Little Caesars Arena crowd? Well, that was fun. Welcome into NBA Today, presented by ESPN's Bet, Zach Lowe, Austin Rivers, Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins. I'm Malika Andrews. Guys, less than two weeks ago, the Lakers. They were kind of in a tailspin, right? They'd lost four in a row, nine of their last 11, and we were asking if they'd hit rock bottom. Well, Perk, fast forward, guess what? They're back to 500. Last night, the Lakers hosted. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that sound effect, Perk. Let's pick it up here with Anthony Davis, the playmaker, Zach. Yeah, nine assists last night. AD, this is the best stretch of his career this last six weeks, and he was nasty and mean and physical last night. I like when the Lakers play with violence. They were violent last night. Wow, this is two days in a row you've started the show out with nasty as the the word to describe the team we're talking about, in this case, the Los Angeles Lakers. Going ahead here, Richard, to the third quarter. LeBron James, watch him here, gets the rebound, a little full-court pass up to Anthony Davis. Yeah, they do that a lot. A lot of times it's for him to get an early deep post-up. That's one of the few times he gets that. It's either in transition, he gets that small there. That's just an easy pass to the big 16 fast break points in the third quarter for the Lakers, or most in any quarter of the season. And then in the fourth quarter here, LeBron drives, gets a little and one there, wants to shake it off and let the crowd know the Lakers up big at this point. It was a close game at halftime, and then the Lakers, they just found their rhythm here as Jared Vanderbilt slams it down. Will Ferrell, courtside, loving it. But guess what? So that was happening at 7.43 p.m. LeBron was throwing this insane pass, Austin. And then if you flip channels, that was on ABC over to ESPN. That's what I was doing. I was watching this game. I was at Arizona. <laughs> Arizona fan, yeah. We knocked down Duke earlier this year. So it just was taken down. It was not that big of a deal. It was in Cameron Indoor, though. Well, it's kind of a cool moment. Father and son at the same time. LeBron James looking to put a little bit of icing on the Ooh. win here. Nails that one. The Lakers get the win, 127-110. But look, LeBron, he's got to get back to the locker room quickly to watch the rest of Bronny's game, his postgame. It was insightful if he wasn't just a little bit distracted. What have you seen out of AD the passing last few games? He's, he's learning from me on how to pass out of the post. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm serious. He's, he's working on it, and it's great. Team's going to stop doubling him soon. As long as we make shots out there for him, shoot it. Um, as long as we make shots for them, then you know teams will stop doubling them. So it's 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 our it's our job to make sure we're in the right position. Shoot it. 
Um, it's our it's our job to make sure we're in the right position at the right time when he gets double. Defensively, we were in tune, and then offensively, we were really intact. God, sorry, right. wide open layup. Just like any parent, mm -hmm. talking to the t talking to reporters, making sure they they are watching their kids' game. Well, I'm glad that him and I have the same uh, parenting style when it mm -hmm. comes to basketball. Shoot it, shoot it, <laughs> shoot it. But what LeBron was saying right in between his commentary on USC, it was actually worth diving into, right? Because you surround AD with shooting, and that's what Darvin Ham was trying to do. He went back to the lineup they opened the season with, and it's it's kind of starting to work a little bit, right? Yes, but, but the passing out of the post and, 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 you know, kind of putting shooters around him, you've got to be aggressive first. Like, like Zach says, if you're aggressive, then the double team comes. Well, but the group has won, right, the bulk of their minutes together. Look at this. They've outscored opponents by 17 points in 33 minutes. And to LeBron's point, that group is making 60% of their shots. So, Zach, how far can the Lakers go with this kind of continuity? I mean, they can get back in the playoff race for sure. And you saw last night they're dangerous. Like, And what I like about this lineup is they have two playmakers with LeBron, Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell, which gives two guys who can screen for him, get mismatches when they're switching, and when the Lakers are at their best, when they can alternate, when they can push the pace, and when they can't push the pace, when they can beat you up and hunt mismatches and play calculated, predatory offense, and they hit that gear Violence, last night. The, the question, though, is like, with Reeves and Russell, can they hold up well enough defensively? But I like maximizing the number of playmakers next to LeBron and AD, who is playing just awesome, awesome basketball. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and they're a better team when D'Lo's consistent. When he adds a scoring to this team consistently, it, it, it helps them and it, it alleviates pressure on LeBron's shoulders. This is you do this every time I talk about D'Lo. <laughs> every time I bring up or say something positive about D'Lo, you guys just I'm not saying crazy, no, 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 but I, I'm saying I just think about the time when he was getting off the private with Cat and it was like, it's time. If you look at D'Lo's numbers, bro, and how negative people talk about D'Lo, if you look at his numbers, what else do you want him to be I'm not doing being right disrespectful. It's not being more defensively of the concerns with him and Reeves, right? I'm not being disrespectful I'm to D'Lo. His numbers are better than, than Reeves, are they? But you said this. You said when D'Lo is consistent, what is the biggest issue with D'Lo? But it's consistency. So it's, it's, that's fair. That's so fair. you're basically but saying that's when why he I'm plays well, he, yeah. when D'Lo plays well, exactly. they're good. When they struggle or when he struggles, then they kind no, of – No, 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 no. He's not the defining – he's not the X factor. I oh, think he okay. can be at times. Austin Reeves, I think, if, if we're going to talk about who's like the X factor for this team, when he plays well, they're, they're really on a whole different level. Okay. But I think D'Lo can alleviate pressure on Reeves, on LeBron, on AD, because this is a guy who's capable of going for 20, well, 30 points any night. Yeah. The bellwethers were – why we're talking about D'Lo is that, like, he's kind of an all-offense player, and his opposite is Jared Vanderbilt who's been big coming in for them, guarding ball handlers, hounding yeah, point has. guards. And ideally, you'd find a player who's kind of in between those two players, and they haven't been able to find that. So they're just kind of finagling, like, offense here, defense there. And right now, it's working. Right. So consistency is sort of the word of the day that we keep talking about because we sort of expect for a couple of games, right, D'Lo, he's going to come out, he's going to play well. And then the problem is what, kind, what tends to, historically at least, come after that. So if they keep playing like this, if they can find this consistency perk, what's this Lakers team ceiling? Second round. No. And, and 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 Zach, you just lied to the merit to the uh, merit. Well, let's, let's because let's, you, let's cut, you, said, you said you said that the Lakers are dangerous, and you don't believe that yourself. <laughs> dangerous to who? Right? They're not beating the Nuggets. They're not beating the Timberwolves in the seven. Yes, they can. Series. They're not beating the Los Angeles Clippers in the seven. Yes, not they can. if the Timberwolves have home court. Oh, they haven't man. beaten them this year. All right, you can't. They haven't beaten them can. this year. We we can because anytime you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, your ceiling 
is going to the NBA Finals and trying to compete for a championship. Anytime we're talking about one of the greatest players on one of the greatest franchises, it's not making it to the postseason. So are they playing better basketball? Yes, because they're finally starting to see that the offense needs to be ran through Anthony Davis. That doesn't mean he's going to take 25 shots. That means he's going to make others around him better. Right. But are they dangerous in the Western Conference? Hell no. Perk. The, the Lakers have beaten all the top teams this year. They haven't beat games. Minnesota. Yes, they, have. they haven't beat Denver. Okay, if that's the defining but, line but of them not. They, they, could, they could beat any You team. said they beat all at the their, top teams? At their best, listen, you the first year of the season tournament, team. everybody wanted that. They went and got that. They went and took that. When the lights are on, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's true. They did. Everybody else wanted to win. Bro, I love having bro, being in between. Me, hold on, hold on. Bro, the Lakers hold on, hold on. Are, please, please don't bring up the in-season tournament. Why not? They had the easiest pool out of everything. Oh, oh here we come go. on. They did. Which y'all don't like the truth? You said it yourself. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and a cast of, of a wide variety of role players that can step on any given night. You got them going to the finals? No, I don't have them. Okay, do you got them going to the Western finals? He asked. She asked what the season They're dangerous to you, Zach. Let me talk because you accused me of lying, sir, <laughs> to the American public on television. Fingers we can sit out. here and have a trial over what the word dangerous means. Okay, dangerous to me just means I'm, I'm not like psyched to face them in a playoff series. But look, let's be clear about what the Western Conference is. There are four teams at the top. They're cut above everybody else right now. Minnesota, Denver. Clippers, and who am I forgetting? OKC. 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 I won. The Lakers aren't as good as any of those teams. They'd be underdogs against all of them in the playoffs right now, particularly Denver and the Clippers. And then we got Phoenix coming. So, like, uh, dangerous? Dangerous does – I don't know what dangerous means. Dangerous means none of those teams are psyched to face them. I think they could beat the Thunder in the playoff series. But I agree with you, Park. I'm not, like, picking them to win the title. I'm just saying they're, like, a little they're frisky. They're still in the second round. But they, no. did just beat, they did just beat the Clippers, and they did just beat OKC, correct? Beat, yeah. Yes. I'm just, with so, this new lineup change oh. for OKC. They're capable of beating anybody. No, no, no. They had the old lineup when they actually beat the Clippers. They had the old lineup when they beat the Clippers. Right. So, let me ask you this. You picking the Lakers stop, in the Clippers? Stop touching. Yeah. Stop touching. <laughs> no, I miss stop you. I miss you. I want to button up a button. Listen. Hey, look. Let me ask you this, though. Real talk. You picking the Lakers in the Clippers series? I'm not picking against them. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm picking That sounds them. like someone who has played with LeBron yeah, I was like, and I'm not picking, incredibly I'm well. I'm not picking against them. Smart man. Thank you. I'm not picking against them. I just, you know, I keep you my just, money in my pocket on that one. Just pull a Cheney. Just pick nobody. Yeah, in that situation, yes, because it's like, look. LeBron, I'm not betting against those guys. Now right. you put Denver, a championship team, a team that has done it before. Right. That's one that you could probably you could probably pick against the Lakers. Well, yeah, and great. we're still a couple of weeks away from the trade deadline, so they could make some tinkering moves, particularly around the edges, to shore up some positions. Don't miss what LeBron James had to say about that coming up later in our show. And halfway through the season, who's head of the class? Who needs some extra credit? Wait until you see the harsh grade Perk has for a team in the East. You're not going to guess this one. Plus, as the trade deadline approaches, how desperate should Daryl Morey be to give Embiid and Maxi a little bit of help to make a conference finals push here, Richard? And NBA stars, they lit up the courts last night. You're not going to want to miss the top of the top. Wednesday's best dimes, dunks, game-ending drama. You're watching NBA Today. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. 
shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic in tequila season. Hypnotic liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. Let them hate. Let them hate. I think you look great, Perk. Uh, In the meantime, some teams, they've hit their midway point of the season. We're not going to grade Perk's photo, but we are going to do. We're going to do a little mid-season report card, coast-to-coast edition. We're going to start in Boston. The Celtics, they beat Wembenyama's Spurs. Boston is now 20-0 at home this season. Austin, your mid-season grade for the Celtics, sir. I'm giving them an A, A plus. We're talking about 20-0 at home. Uh, this is the best team in the Eastern Conference. They've proven that. Uh, they, they seem like last year, if anything, their playoff appearance and how they played motivated them. A-plus? Uh, I had them. Yeah, A-plus. 20-0 at home is impressive. A-plus in January is fantastic. I'm sure Jason Tatum is more looking forward to what his report card is going to be in the postseason, though. From Boston to Cleveland, where the Cavs dismantled the Giannis-less Bucks by 40. Perk, the Bucks currently 28-13. and 13. What's your letter grade from Milwaukee so far? They're getting a B minus, a B minus, and I'm being nice about that. And I look, I understand you have Giannis and you have Dame, but my boy Chris Middleton, and I hate to say it, he just don't look the same right now. He looks old, and they're struggling, guarding on the perimeter. I don't yeah. know if Malik Beasley and those guys can get it done. I know Jay Crowley's coming back, but as of right now, I'm giving them a B-. Well, they're allowing more than 120 points per game this season. That's 24th in the NBA and on pace to be the worst in franchise history. But let's stick in the East here. Jalen Brunson returned last night for the Knicks, had 30 points en route to beating oh, the Rockets yeah. at home. Randall also had 31 in the win. Now they sit at 24 and 17. Richard, Talk time to, to grade the Knicks. Talk First of all, me. I'm going to grade Perk's picture first. That's an F minus. And then the Knicks, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them an A minus. And this is why. They wow. added the right piece. They're playing well. They got off to a really slow start shooting wide. Brunson struggled shooting. Randall struggled shooting. But they figured it out. They're playing good basketball. And they look, in my opinion, like they are one piece away from a, a conference final quality team. They are a very good team. But I don't know if they're quite there yet. Well, what about the Heat? They got blown out by the Raptors, 121-97. We know Miami turns oh, up the Heat during the playoffs, but they are currently 24-17. and 17. Professor Zach, what grade are you giving them? The Heat are cruising along with a nice, quiet B+. They're like Jaws. Dun-dun, dun-dun. <laughs> they're just lurking under the surface. 24-17. and 17. They got a lot of stuff they might trade. 24-17. and 17. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and Bam have played 10 games together the whole right. season. Butler and Bam, their two best players, have played only 17 of 41, and they're still 7 over 500. Tough as hell. Never sleep on the Miami Heat. B+. Plus. B+. Plus. All right. That's well, this is good. where the East standings are right now. Boston, four games clear of everyone else, and the Bucks and the 76ers are in pursuit. And then after that, things get pretty, as Stephen A would say, things are fluid. The Cavs, the Heat, the Knicks, the Pacers, they're all separated by a game. 
and a half. So let's stick in the East here, specifically with the, the reigning conference champions, the Miami Heat. Even Spo, he told reporters, refing to where Miami, referring to where Miami is in the standings, he said, buckle up, right? He said, we are not hiding from anybody. So, Perk, do you think history is going to repeat itself? I don't. And I got so much respect for them goons from Dade County and their exposure and what he brings to the table. But I just can't put them ahead of the Celtics in a seven-game series. I feel like the Celtics would get their lick back. I feel like Philly is better than them if they happen to match up in the seven-game series currently constructed. So just those two teams alone, I got to say that they're not going to repeat to represent the East in the finals. So the the two teams that they beat last year, you don't think that they are in the same class as them this year? No, those two teams got better. Oh, okay. I, I just, I, my, my That's why I just say, yeah, they the, got better. Look, the Miami Heat, when we talk about the Heat culture and all that, that means when they, they get into the fire, the way they play, the intensity that they play with, there's very few cha- franchises that can match that. So, yes, I do believe the Boston Celtics are better than they were last year. Yep. I think Philly is better, but I still wouldn't put Philly over Miami. Why? Mainly because I've seen Jimmy Butler show up in the highest of high playoff moments. He has played the best basketball maybe on the planet during stretch. I can't say the same thing about the best player for Philly. Not currently right now. So if you put Miami and Philly in a playoff series in the second round, I'm not putting my that's money on Philly. I'm not, I'm not putting my money on but Philly. So are they the... opposed for another playoff run? The answer is yes. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, thank As you. long as you have Bam, Spo, and Jimmy, and then they have surround shooting with – you talk about they, – they got better. I know they lost Struess. Josh Richardson's just as good. They lost Gabe Vincent, but now they got a rookie. How many Hawkins? Better. He's nice. Uh, they, On they both still, ends. They, they still have Caleb Martin. They got they got all their key pieces, man. They, see, you still don't want to see him in a playoff series. No, no, but, but see, here, here's the messed up part. The question says, <laughs> the question is, are the Heat posed to make another playoff run this season? Malika Poised. asked, pause. Okay, whatever. Malika <laughs> asked me, Malika asked me. Will history repeat itself? I said no. That means I don't have the Heat going back to the NBA Finals. I didn't say they weren't going to go make a playoff run. It is very unlikely the Heat will go back to the NBA Finals. That's fine and, like, accurate. They're going to be underdogs against the top three teams in the East. But can they do it? Yeah. Absolutely they can do it. This is the Miami Heat. Philly, they beat them in the playoffs recently. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, like, starts to quiver when they see the mere sight of the Miami Heat. Boston, we saw what happened last year. Like, these guys are deep, and they're if they get healthy, they're they're deeper than they were last year, and they have stuff to trade, and I think they're going to look around and see, can we get one more ball handler, one more offensive threat in here to fortify us? Because offense is their weaker half of their team, and I think they could use a boost. They but look, have, I, I, yeah. I'm not going to pick them. I'm not going to pick them, but they could beat all those teams, even Boston, and I think Boston's the best team in the league and in the East, for and, sure. And they don't care if no. we don't pick them. Like, no. that's the thing. That, that's what fuels the heat fire. Well, my thing about Miami and what's been frustrating, really kind of since the bubble, is that it feels like they're one player away. And they've been trying. They've been in conversations with a lot of different players. You've seen names in kind Dame of – Dame Lillard, most Dame famously. Lillard. They seem like they're one player away. Jimmy Butler, he's very close to being a 1A. I think he needs to be have another 1A right next to him yeah. or somebody better than him. If they do that, that's a team that could win – 
two out of the next four championships because they have young talent, they have great pieces around them. But it's like they can beat everybody, but can they do it for a sustained I, run all the way through the NBA Finals? And the answer is I no. think they have shown us time and time again that they don't care about actually going out there and getting a Dame Lillard because if they did, they would have got him, right? They would have gave up the necessary pieces. I think the Heat always show us that they're not scared to bet on themselves, right? Like, you, you're asking for another 1A. In their eyes, they're saying, bam, is our other 1A. Mm. Like, we think he can elevate. We watch him get better every season. Yeah. Like, that's how they go about it. You got to respect it. Right. Yeah. Well, they've used 22 different starting lineups this season. It feels like that we still haven't seen the best of the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. and that always comes in the playoffs, which is why you can't bet them out. I'm not sure about Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, two 1As or not, but I do know that Nikola Jokic is one. And here's our star-studded ESPN NBA Friday doubleheader. Jokic is in action with the Nuggets as they play the second of a five-game road trip. Tatum, Celtics. And then we have LeBron and Anthony Davis taking on the net at 10.30 Eastern. Don't worry, though, Austin. We have two countdowns to get you psyched up for this one starting at 7 o'clock Eastern. Still to come on NBA Today. Guys, the trade deadline, three weeks away from today. So Big Perk, he's got a big list of teams that should be desperate to make a move. You're not going to believe who he left off that list, though. And the Sixers, they're destined to miss the conference finals for the 23rd year in a row. What do you think? (laughs) What Philly needs to do to avoid a second-round purgatory. Plus, you don't want to miss the top high-flying dunks from last night. These were insane. The Timberwolves bench, their reaction, that's just our (laughs) teaser. That's just our start. More NBA Today coming up after this. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by ESPN Bet. All right, we are exactly three weeks away from the NBA trade deadline. We got a big move yesterday. Pascal Siakam going to Indy, but you know we're not done. Perk, we've seen the Pacers, we've seen the Knicks sort of get into the trade market a little bit early. Who are some teams you have an eye on? I think it's time for a big Perk's big list. Hello, world. (laughs) I know you've been saying me all around ESPN bet, you know what I mean, commercials and all that, but we cannot forget about NBA today and Perk's big list. Teams that need to make a move. Damn it, this is my list. This is not Malika list. No. This is not Austin list. Never. This is not Zach list. Definitely and not. it's definitely not Squidward's list. This is Big Perk list. All right, starting at number five. Squidward's Malika, no, give me some energy. I got give you. me the energy Ready? I need. Bam! There you go. The Milwaukee Bucks. Why? 
they got to tighten up on their defense around the perimeter. Mm. They don't need to make a big move, <clears throat> just a small move. It's a lot of pieces out there they could go out there and get to help to strap up and take some of that load off of the interior for us. Brooke Lopez and Giannis Antetokounmpo and help Dame out. All right, coming in at number four. 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 Give me one, Zach. Okay, all right, hold on. I, 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 I that. Bam! Oh, 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 I like that. Oh, I got the Hawks. <laughs> you got the Hawks because you were high on the Hawks. I was high. I was high on the Hawks, and I have a problem with the Hawks. Why can't Murray and Trey Young get it done together? Why are they six games below 500 right now? When you look at their start lineup, right, you think about Capella. You look at Sadiq Bay. Like, these guys are certified, like, pros and could, should be have a better record, especially under Quinn Snyder. So, since they've been dropping, I feel like they need to make a move and they need to split up Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Coming in at number three, Austin, give me some energy, boy. Oof. I raised but you I don't right. Want to pop a threat here. You know <laughs> how we go. Who's <laughs> tight? Hold on. Yeah, it, is, it is a look. Bam! Oh, okay. Okay. That was smooth. The Lakers. I keep the Lakers. Everyone wants to argue with me in the A block. You know, talking about, yeah, the Lakers are dangerous, but they're really not. Not in the Western Conference. They need speed around the perimeter. They need a guy that could get down here and attack and put pressure and take the load off of LeBron James, but put pressure on the defense and get Anthony Davis easier buckets. Mm. Coming in at number two. RJ, there you go, boy. You looking nice. You looking nice. I Don't miss you. I miss you. Bam. That's how you gonna do? Wow. Yeah. Bam. Wow. Boy, hey, who needs? Wow. Who needs? <laughs> That's just low Thank down. You. The Oklahoma City Thunder. They need to make a move. You know why? They are so soft in the middle. They lost back-to-back -back games to the Clippers and the Lakers, and my boy Holmgren was getting punished down low. Not just by Anthony Davis, but by Plumlee as well. They was giving up too many offensive rebounds to the point where the coach was trying to go small, and that wasn't working either. I mean, they got to make a move, get a center in there, move Chet to the forward position, and get take some pressure off of him. Like now at number one. Let me show you how it go. Bam! Put it up there. The Golden State Warriors, the team, the dynasty, right? They have an identity problem. They lost their spirit. Klay Thompson is beefing with the front office. Draymond Green, fresh off uh, suspension. They got to make a move. And I'm not talking about a small move. I'm not talking about moving Moses Moody. I'm not talking about moving Jonathan Kaminga. I'm talking about Dre or Klay. That's one of the guys that got to go. They got to break up the band. Everybody has done it. You know what I'm saying? This is my list. I think I did pretty good. You, you out of breath, bro. You okay? Come on, man. We get through it, man. I'm proud of you. All right. This is Big Perk's I'm list, gentlemen, as we head back to the desk. It is not Austin's fluid. list, Zach's list, Richard's list, or my no list. No, that was pretty solid. Not, no, not yet. But one team that is not on your list, Kendrick Perkins, uh -oh. and it is your list. <laughs> is the Philadelphia 76ers. The James Harden trade left them right with a little nice stash of draft picks and expiring contracts. They're also third in the Eastern Conference, sitting behind Boston and Milwaukee, who was on your list. Zach, do you think they need to make a move? I think they need to make a marginal move. I think the conversation they're having internally and a win like at, at home against Denver, I, and they were on a back-to-back to Sixers really their night, makes them think, do we really need to make a big move? Like, do we, do we have enough right now? And, and and I think it's reasonable for them to think, hey, maybe we do and we save everything for our cap space this summer. I think they can trade five first-round draft picks this summer once the calendar rolls over. But I do think if they really want to compete, 
they really want to win four playoff series, and that should be the goal when you have Joel Embiid. I think they need one more marginal upgrade. It could be just another ball handling guard, like a fifth, sixth guy. One more guy. Go for it. I, I agree. When you look at your playoff history and you're like, hey, we've had very good teams. I would want to stack the deck. I would want to stack the deck in my favor. If I could give away a little something and get a quality piece to add, because this is what we're talking about. Can the 76ers finally get out of the second round for the first time in 23 years? Ooh. 23 years. So, look, you've had an MVP. He's been second in voting. You've had plenty of players. You've had Jimmy Butler come through there. You know, obviously, they, uh, they have Tobias Harris. They've had James Harden come through there, and they still have gotten through this year in my opinion you gotta have a little bit more in your favor especially with boston looking the way they are especially with milwaukee adding dame in a late game situation in my opinion so if you get a chance to stack the deck in your philly you stack the deck if not you just wait for braun next year. look uh, wait, what what now <laughs> What? That you just, 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 just drop that in just, at the end? No, I'm just saying, again, look, all I'm saying, look, look Bronny, we saw Bronny look. playing. If he, if, you know, the 76ers want to draft Bronny, you know, they got money to go get a max spot. Yeah. Okay, Richard. But just, just throw I'm that not, out. I'm okay. Just, I'm making up. But stuff. seriously, if it wasn't, if Pascal, if the Sixers couldn't land Pascal Siakam, they're perfectly fine right now. I, they're I, perf- they're I perfectly fine. Like, Nicholas Batum is so underrated on what he brings to the table. Patrick Beverly has been phenomenal with his leadership and his play of what he's been bringing in off the bench. But And then when you think about, like, Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse got this team playing with a different type of spirit. And I don't know how much Tyrese Maxey has to show us that he's legit, legit. Right. But I don't think nobody want to see him come postseason. So I don't don't necessarily disagree with you, and they have – what, according to Bobby Marks, $55 million in cap space this offseason, so free agency could mm-hmm. also be a path for them. But don't you want to do everything you can, Austin, to stay out of third so that you avoid having to play both the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics sort of in your path? For sure, if there was something in, on the market right now in terms of trade value where they could get a piece that's available, I, I, there's just really nothing there. Uh, you talked about it, the Warriors not having an identity. Philly found theirs. They got rid of James. They had to come together. They've played much better than anybody thought they would. Joel's having a better season than his MVP season. Uh, like you said, they have the cap space for the summer. Right now, it just seems like everything's flowing pretty smooth over there. Nick Nurse is doing a great job in his first year. Like, I don't think, you know, if you're going to do something, I agree with Zach, it has to be marginal. I don't think anything major right now needs to be done. They, they look pretty solid. Well, the great thing about their situation, you said $55 million, is they can trade a little something and get a little something back and still have a max cap slot this summer, depending on how much the guy makes. I just think, look, Batum is an amazing role player. DeAnthony Melton is a really good oh. role player starter. I just yeah. think they need one more Kelly good guy. Kelly Oubre has been good for Like, yep. if you threw Alex Caruso onto this team, as just a sixth man. I think I like that, that. that helps you. I, 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 love like that. That, I love that, Zach, but it's only one team in the Eastern Conference that you could actually say they'll beat the Philadelphia 76 in the 70 game series. Chill out, Richard. The, the Celtics. Yeah. That's the only team. Well, unfortunately, like, you got to beat that team. But, but yeah. I know, but what I'm saying is, to me, if the, if the 76ers reach to the conference finals, they have accomplished a, a lot this season, right? They could sure. walk out walk out of the arena and say, you know what? We did what we so needed to them do. Them losing to Boston is not a problem? No. As oh, long as it's in oh, the conference finals. As long as it's, long as long it's in the conference finals. Oh, right, but that's the problem about being in third is that you would have to go through well, both. The no, only, no. The only yeah. team that avoids that is the first seed. Right. Like, and then Boston's pretty far ahead. I right. don't think they're catching them in the first no, seed. No, no, but no, no, like, no, hold, hold on. Part. I just want to say, Perk, we had this whole discussion yesterday where everyone yelling to me about Joel Embiid saying – 
Jokic is the best player in the league. And everyone, I didn't think it was a big deal. You're telling me, like, you're cool, conference line. Yeah, we lost 4-2, great season. Like, this is Joel Embiid's team in, uh, in his prime. Go for it. You're cool with just losing to Boston? You, but what you mean go for it? I said if they stay as put, Zach, what are they going to go get? Like, what 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 piece do are they going to – you just said they need to make a marginal move. Yeah, I like that, Alex. And then all of a sudden thought. you just said go for it. No, no, I'm just, I'm like, just, I'm just surprised that no, your that your view of the Sixers is, hey, if we get to the conference finals, it's no, a great I'm, season. Let's pat it, ourselves on the back. It is a great season because nobody expected years. this. Nobody expected them to get there. Nobody thought when it would James be a good thought, season. I just think they're good enough now to say, hey, why not us? Like, why no, can't we win the whole may, thing? And they may believe that in the locker room. Well, one team, the Seven Sixers were not on your list, but one team that was was the Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh. And the question now is, can Shea Gilgis Alexander and the Thunder? Silence, the Utah Jazz's red-hot start to 2024. We've got everything you need to know about tonight's Western Conference showdown. This one's going to be good, Perk. It they is. They're going to get marketing. Can, can, uh-huh. Thunder get marketing. No, they need size, bro. You know. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brought to you by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. The Thunder at the Jazz tonight. OKC has been one of the breakout teams of the season. But do you know who has been the best team in the NBA since Christmas? Yeah, it's the Utah Jazz. They haven't lost at home in over a month, and they have crashed their way into the playoff race all of a sudden. So, Austin, let's start with you here. Who you got, the Thunder or the Jazz? I don't know what's going on in Utah. I don't even know how they're pulling this off. (laughs) Six in a row is impressive. Seriously, this is a team that's considered to be rebuild mode and guys like Clarkson and marketing these are guys that they could be traded or this is what we heard before the season at least as it pertains tonight I got OKC they're coming off two losses back to back out here in LA Uh, this is a young team fighting to stay at the top of the west I think they go get it done in uh, Utah no I think this is a huge game for the Thunder this is a big game because you don't have the bigs that we've been talking about that they could struggle against Uh, Lowry Markkinen has been doing a great job like you said they've been in a rebuild situation in Utah for two straight years they thought that last year they overachieved they're back here again still trying to figure out exactly what they're doing but I think the Thunder they answer and if the Thunder don't answer that puts a little bit of pressure on them at this midpoint but like maybe there are things that we need to address and and this is why I mess everything up because now I had to think about it I was going with the Thunder, but the Jazz have shown us who they are. Damn it, I'm a believer. Mm. And if you're going into Utah, you're going to play with that bull, Colin Sexton, who's going to be on SGA probably majority of the game <laughs> and the way Mark has been playing. <laughs> I'm going I'm going with the Utah Jazz. I know my graphic about to say the Thunder, but damn it, I'm going with the Jazz. <laughs> oh, look oh, at our production staff oh, having your back like that. Uh, way to go. 
Well, the producers didn't have to change my graphic because oh, I go. picked the Jazz right from the start. I think hey, the Jazz. There we go. Real. There we I go, Zach. Win tonight, and if Colin Sexton is not guarding SGA, you know who's going to be Chris Dunn, and it's unpleasant when that dude is guarding you. There are not many guards better defensively than Chris Dunn. That's a fun matchup. The Jazz. I had you from the beginning. No flip flops. You want a little extra credit for that? Yes, I want extra credit. I had to change your heart. All right, so we have two for the Jazz. We have two for the Thunder. The question is, who are you picking? Download the ESPN Bet app to get started. New customers receive $100 in bonus bets once they place their first sportsbook bet with ESPN Bet. To some news in the Western Conference, the NBA has postponed a second Golden State Warriors game in the wake of assistant coach Dejan Milojevic's death, announcing that Friday's contest against the Dallas Mavericks would be played at a later date. Milojevic, 46, died on Wednesday in Salt Lake City after being hospitalized the night before when he suffered a heart attack. We now welcome in our reporter covering the Golden State Warriors, Kendra Andrews. Kendra Milojevic, he was a beloved member of the staff. He was a husband, a father, a fixture of international basketball. This is an impossible situation. Um, How are the Warriors doing today? Yeah, I mean, like they're, they're still reeling from the trauma of yesterday's tragedy. Over 75% of the players and coaches and staff members that were on the Warriors road trip were there. They were at the restaurant. They were at dinner. They were with Ducky when he suffered his heart attack. And it was an event described to me as traumatic, um, something that they have never witnessed anything like it before. And it's something that will stick with them um, for a really long time. Now, to add salt to their wound, they couldn't even get back to San Francisco last night. They had plane issues, so they didn't get home until this morning. And so they're still rattled and unsettled and sad and angry and all of those feelings. And that's why the league postponed tomorrow's game. One person told me this morning, there is no way that within the next 24 hours, this team could flip the page and focus on or play in a basketball game. Um, And so now the Warriors, they have six days before their next game when they host the Atlanta Hawks on Wednesday. And they're going to spend that time just away from basketball. They're going to spend it with their families and with their loved ones. And then in the next couple of days, they will come back together and just try to regroup and figure out how do you turn your attention back to their season um, and finish out the year in Ducky's honor and honoring his legacy. Kendra, thank you so much. Our thoughts are certainly with the Milojevic family. The impact of the loss of Milojevic, who was affectionately called Deki by those who knew him, it's being felt well beyond the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Toronto head coach Darko Ryakovic, he spoke to reporters before the Raptors game, saying it was a really tough day for the entire NBA community. And I know Dayon, since I was a teenager, he'd known him. He was a role model as a player, as a man, as a husband, as a coach. And what happened afterward... That's what gave me chills. Take a listen to Ryakovich following the Raptors' big win over the Heat on how he paid tribute to his friend. I told my guys that I loved him. And uh, opening play in the game was ATO that, um, that Deki, my friend, I learned that play from him, and that's what he brought to NBA. That's what he brought to Golden State. I stole that play from him. And that was our opening play tonight, and we were able to score on that one. So, you know, I dedicated this this team win to our team and and to to Deki. Maverick star Luka Doncic was among others. 
to honor Milojevic, writing, rest in peace, Decky. And in a social media post, Lowry Markkinen, he posted awful news today. My deepest condolences to coach Milojevic's family and the Warriors organization. And rookie Brandon Pajemski, he added, you changed my life in such a short time. The most important thing you ever told me was to just smile. Your joy, your laughs, they will be forever missed. Shine down on us from heaven. Still to come on NBA Today, we answer the biggest questions that players, teams need to answer in the second half of the season. We'll tell you that coming up next. Tonight on SportsCenter at 6 Eastern, the key offseason changes the Cowboys must make with Mike McCarthy staying put as head coach. Plus, what the Packers' big wildcard win could reveal about their game plan for the 49ers. And why Lamar is finally in position to lead the Ravens to the AFC title game. SportsCenter, 6 Eastern on ESPN. NBA Today is presented by ESPN Bet, the official sports book of ESPN. It's the best photo. Uh, it was a crazy night in the association last night, so let's do a little top of the top. We're going to start with some top yams. Anthony Edwards, did you see this last night, Richard? Man, you didn't see this. Watch this. Very oh, good. my God. Jordan is. Man. <laughs> uh, look, there's, from that angle and that height, there's no one in history that could block that shot. Look at the bench reaction to this. And then we got Jalen Johnson with the poster. I feel like he's been. I feel like he's been on top of the top every day. Yeah, he, yeah, he's been he's been balling for Atlanta. I, I, I have no idea. And then last but not least, we got a little Cole Anthony baseline. That was cold. I thought that was something. No, he, yeah. he cut his braids, man. He got that bounce. He cut his braids. He got that bounce yeah, back. Really Next bro. up, top dishes. <laughs> We're going to start in New York. We got Julius Randle. Look at him go here with a little no. Look at my Knicks. Your, your Knicks? Yeah, Look yeah. Your Knicks. My Knicks. Oh, come on now. I got seats at the, the Madison's. Yeah. Then we got LeBron James. Oh, nice little God. bounce pass. Oh. A little Will Ferrell clip. I yeah. see you, Van Yeah. Wind up for that one. Pretty good pass for that guy. Yeah, I, I, I would guess so. Will Ferrell loving it. Then Donovan Mitchell. I mean, hey. this one was just low out. Oh. 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 Behind the, the defender's hey. back. I had to rewind that one when I was watching. Because it's not just yeah. What did he do? What happened yeah. there? That might be the best one. Nang was cooking. The minivan. Yeah, minivan was cooking. Beep, beep. Okay, I'll let you know about it. Too. Yeah, he yeah I just asked Malik Beasley. Last one. We have some top <laughs> game winners. Anthony Simons here, Carolina. winning it for the Blazers. Oh. Yes, sir. Thank you, Anthony Simons. Snow and ice won't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it gets weird in Portland. Uh, no. And then we have Dejounte hey. Murray. Trade who? Oh, beating the magic with that one. Somebody else could use that on a consistent basis. If the Hawks don't want it. Well, I mean, speaking of that, <laughs> Bobby Marks, there's a couple of different trades that potentially might work for DeJounte Murray. Here's one. Why the Lakers Hawks. Why would the Hawks? Why would the Hawks do a little that? proposed trade. Well, LeBron James, he was asked about what the Lakers should do. Mm. 
I don't play fantasy basketball. Um, what I do is focus on the guys that's here and is in uniform and show up to work every day. It's just too disrespectful to be thinking about what we need or what we don't have. That's, I don't do that to my teammates. And, uh, you know, we've been putting in the work, and that's what we got to continue to do. Yes, no, Zach, make the trade. Well, first of all, LeBron has a say in whatever he wants to have a say. And second of all, uh, that trade, if I'm the Lakers, I do that trade. I think that helps their team. If I'm the Hawks, that's 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 not equivalent to what I traded for DeJounte Murray, which makes me a little bit sad. But, look, if I'm the Lakers, I'm like, that's my line. Like, I'm not putting Austin Reeves in because I just don't think that's enough of a move. The only way I'm doing this deal, if I'm the Hawks, is if I'm getting Reeves back. At least somebody that's complimentary to Trey Young. If it didn't work with DeJounte Murray, it's not going to work with D'Angelo Russell. He's a guy that needs a ball in his hands as well. Uh, that doesn't make any sense for me. No, I, look, I love Bobby Marks to a certain degree. But when we start when we start, <laughs> When he traded the, you, yeah. The, yeah, he traded me, but look, we, don't, we don't have to discuss that. Uh, but my thing is this, t- to the point that everyone's making here, yeah, that's a great deal for the Lakers. Do you know what teams don't like doing great deals for the Lakers? Every other team. They don't want the rich to get richer. So, look, DeJounte Murray, mm. he could get a lot. I think he could get a lot. of, or The Hawks get a lot better offers yeah. on the table we'll than that. Particularly when they're looking at exactly. You know how we'll know if they trade them. If they trade it for something better. If not, then we'll see. Okay. Where do you fall in this park? I actually love it. (laughs) I actually love it. I think it's a win-win for both parties. Isn't it a first-round pick in the? Yeah, but top eight protected. I mean, and and it seemed like they, you know, it seemed like they, you know, unload a little bit of money too as well. You know what I mean? The Hawks do. So I'm just looking at it and I'm like, I mean, it's obvious that. Murray and Trey Young are not getting along. I ain't, I ain't saying they beefing, but damn it, it ain't everything ain't peaches and cream over there. I actually love it. If the Hawks don't have another option, they might have to take this from the Well, how the Los Angeles Lakers are going to approach they're the aging, trade deadline. Their agent is Rich Paul. You know he's going to be aggressive. You, you scared me, That's first. Murray agent. Uh, the Lakers, how they're approaching the trade deadline is a question that remains the season. How the Lakers finish the season is a question that remains. While these two... Fight. I'm glad I'm in the middle. Zach, what is your biggest question that you want answered in the second half of the season? So I went micro. I went small scale. And my question was, what exactly are the Phoenix Suns? Like, what is this team going to be? We're we're halfway through the season. That's micro? That feels existential. Well, you could go league-wide. I just went on one team. Like, And, and, you know, I kept hearing when they they got Bradley Beal – you know, this is a this is a two-year window. Year one, you know, we'll see how it works. There's no two-year window when you have Kevin Durant on your team at age 36 or whatever he is. They gotta like get back in the championship picture now, and maybe these few wins that they've had lately are start of the process of getting there. But like, get out of first of all, get out of the seven to ten range, get into the top six. But yeah. that's my question: Is this a team that's going to be serious? Are we are we going to get there with them? Is it? I like Phoenix, but I got a different question. Okay. My my, my question is. Can the Lakers make another run again? <laughs> what? The, oh my! Come on! We're back to it. No! We talk please. about it enough. I want to bring you more. LA no! Covers, no! Can they no, make another no, run uh, without making a move? Can they do it? Yes, they can. I think they can. This is not a team, bro. The, the Nuggets. Uh, who else is at the top of these? Or West? The, the Nuggets, the Thunder, oh, the OKC. One of those teams are going to be rewarded with the Lakers' first round. That's worst case scenario. I'm telling you, all three of those teams do not want to play the Lakers' first round. I'm. See, LeBron. see, Austin know they need shooting. <laughs> he know he still got a strap. <laughs> <laughs> Is it personal with me? No, well, it's always personal. <laughs> it's always personal. Perk, what's your what's your question for the My rest? My question of the is to us. 
Wow. You know, when we go start shining the light and put some respect on Anthony Edwards' name, we're mm. talking about a guy that could possibly, that really should be the front runner of being the face of the league right after LeBron James. Look, right now, Ooh. you know what we're watching? The 88-89 version of Michael Jordan. That's oh. what we're seeing out of this young man. Wow. Playing both ends of the floor. And wow. guess what? We didn't, Jimmy Butler, can pull, couldn't pull the things out of Carl Anthony Towns that Anthony Edwards is doing. Donovan Mitchell couldn't have couldn't pull the tenacity out of Rudy Gobert like Anthony Edwards is doing. Ant Man, we need more. We need more out of him. We need more from us about him. What's yeah. your face, Rich? Uh, I, look, I just don't. Be, I, I believe in Anthony Edwards. I don't believe in the Minnesota Timberwolves quite yet. Quite yet, I believe in him, but I don't have a I don't have a big question in the second half of the season. You I'm believe in him, Zach? At this. I believe in Minnesota, but I'll tell you right now, this is a new kind of pressure they're going to face in the playoffs this season Absolutely. being at the top. Let's see how they handle it. And easy on MJ. MJ's a bit. Let's not throw MJ. I said 88, 89. If you listen. Enjoy tonight's game.